1: So I feel like uh, Matteo is the room now. He right? is the you room,
0: mean? but I, I was thinking about. It. I'm like, this is kind of like your ride or die team, right? Because your ride or die, it's like who's extremely loyal to the podcast. This is your who's ride in. or die. Who's yeah. in? Who's right? all Who's all always in. in and always in? That's us today. So this is going to be. Uh, this is this is uh, extreme loyalty to the
1: podcast. Ride or die team.
2: <laughs> i've listened to every episode because <laughs> i have to Very, no. Very
1: you have, have Matteo cut that yeah, last cut part that, that mateo Mark, said Mark, that. yeah yeah because yeah. i have to because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get to because i get to yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're friends who love good beer and telling stories so we turned it into a podcast and uh
0: today uh celebrating a bunch of stuff number one national polka dot day uh, which is always a big one um this one's kind of interesting national blonde brownie day which means there must be another day for other kinds of brownies, apparently. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And the last one, it's actual National Sanctity of Human Life Day, which I would think that maybe every day should be National um, Sanctity of Human Life and
1: not just one day a year, but um, maybe celebrate extra today. That is, there's got to be a story there. I'm not sure that's a story for our podcast, but there's a story how that came about. Same with Blonde Brownie. Now, that might be a story for our podcast. That could be. And if it is, we should have Blonde Brownies while we...
0: We should. Well, well, we'll if I'd
1: known that we were celebrating yeah. today, yeah. I, I would have seen about getting some. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer Mecca within a Beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us.
2: Hey, y'all. Coffee sucks, but
1: I really like beer, and you should buy me a beer. <laughs> so you go to
0: ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on Buy Me a Coffee, and you can buy me a beer.
1: Thanks. That's buy me a beer. Click the link on the website. When you do, you support our podcast, our ability to keep doing this. It's appreciated. We're pushing support local, drink local, visit local. That's our, not just January. Yeah. Whole year. All year long. You start with our podcast. That's true. Easy one. Right from your wherever you're listening right now. Yeah. Unless you're driving. Pull over and then do that. Uh, I like beer, the podcast.com. And you're wearing new swag. There's I'm new wearing swag, new,
0: swag. new swag. There's no, Hey, it's all new. Flannels. Flannels.
1: Bucket hats. I, bucket hat. I'm wearing a bucket hat right now. Trucker hats. I'm wearing a or trucker or hat. We to get a picture to prove it. We're not just saying it. <laughs> new it. trucker hat. New bucket hat. Yeah. Bandanas for your pets. That's true. Uh we got a couple emails about where can I find your swag? Which that's means a, they're not listening. Because we like say this at the, the beginning. But at least Perfect. they're looking at us on Instagram. Because there you go. I guess I need to make that more clear on the on the Instagram. <laughs> Mateo's looking at me with disappointment. Like, yeah, that's you just make that clear on the Instagram.
2: I'll, I'll do better. Yeah, I believe in you.
1: Yeah. So we set our resolution. Uh, We are staying focused, visiting places. And we did a little bit of that last week. We did it more uh, this week, this weekend. Uh, We need a beer to get rolling. Yeah,
0: let's go local. What do you got for us?
1: Still drinking all the beer that Seek has sent us. And our friends over at Barley and Sword sent us, yes. so we're still going through some of those beers because they they sent us some with quite a bit. So this one we didn't have on the podcast last time. Uh, Staffordshire's best, their best bitter. Uh, I do like that. It seems that there's been a variety of
0: local breweries that are special. coming out with with um, beat, bitters, right? So whether ESBS or um, it, it's it's very good. Like I've had one. I had one at Viewpoint and. Um, I'm trying to think. There was one other place that recently that we had one, and and that's uh, good to see. It's a good winter beer. I mean, it's a good all year round beer for us, but especially when it's when, it, when the when hit the 60s, it's a good <laughs> one. This you know,
1: cozy up with a cheers, multi beer. So we had the brown ale last time. Oh, cool. So now cool. we're uh, yeah. So we're taking a little step sideways to their best bitter, and and it. Also, is fantastic.
0: It's good and it's very same. I don't know what the the um, ABV on it, but it's very light. Four point uh, two. Drinking. Yeah, you can tell. Like that. I, and again, that seems to be at least in the beers we've tried with theirs. Um, that very sessionable. You know, they're going for that four percent. You know, if if not even you know a little less than that on their on the beers we've tried. did and, and that's uh. The
1: that's manager good. over there, Aaron, said they're hard pressed to make a beer over five point five. Yeah, that's, that, pr- that's that's their, good. their goal. They did have one. Um, I believe is a Belgian style. If I'm not mistaken. But really, they're trying to keep them in that 45 to 5% range and and have pub beer. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Come and stay a little while. Uh, This is a fantastic beer. So thanks again uh, to Barley and Sword for sharing their beer. And now that we've got a beer in hand, it's time for Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. Keep on topic. Our visits this weekend. Yeah. yeah. We got it was really some, to- cool. some local breweries we visited that were new to us. Yeah. Went to an area that we had never, well,
0: I'm sure we've been there, but not, we spent some time there down in Bonita, Chula Vista area. We we were camping down there and then we, we went out and, and hit breweries. Um, And uh it was awesome. It was
1: really cool. First of all, just before we get to the breweries, I don't think I've spent any time other than passing through Everything's built around walking and biking and horses, horses. yeah, everything. Yeah. Uh, we could, we bicycled to uh, bakeries and for coffee and that was really neat. It was a great, if, if you haven't, you need to guys, you need to go there. If you haven't spent any time down there, go check it out. It's a, it's a hidden gem in San Diego. So we went to Chula Vista Brewing. And we were told to go there between 12 and 3 on a Sunday. Right. And the football game was on. So yep. I thought, "What, well, perfect. We we're told to go from 12 to 3 because that's when Daniel's playing acoustic guitar. He is a talent. Yeah. Fantastic. In English and
0: Spanish and right. sometimes both sometimes both
1: yeah no he was fantastic you talk about like a a guy with
0: a voice man because we walked we walked in you got there a little before me but i walked in he's doing tennessee whiskey and, and saying that and then he switches over and he just starts singing songs in spanish and taking requests from people there and stuff like
1: that he was he was fantastic so he's there every every sunday so and they serve food they yeah, got they the bria there great
0: food great tacos and, and uh and food there
1: zach the the beer tender was uh kind enough to take some pictures with us and talk us through some beers did you have a, a favorite beer there um, I really liked the blonde. I actually did that. That ended up being the one, but I also, they had some variations of the blonde
0: that were really good as well. And I think for my uniqueness that, uh, that cucumber, um, I don't know if it was a, a blonde or a what it was, sour. sour or whatever it was, but it was just very, very unique. It had the little tahine on the edge of the, the mm-hmm. rim of the glass. Um, but yeah, I really, really liked that place. It was a, it was a cool spot that, that whole. And then the thing that was interesting, just in speaking of that shopping center, it was a, it was a massive center. Um, little miss, Brewing was looked like they just opened up, um, which was just across. Um, that so you, so you could go to that one one area or one location and get two breweries in, walking across the parking lot.
1: I had their uh, the very one of the variations of the blonde was the lavender bee, yeah. made with honey. And uh, I don't know if they're harvested from lavender plants or if the lavender was an added extra. But I had the taster, and I remembered something uh, early in our tasting days. Someone said you have to have sometimes you need a whole pint yeah. of the beer to to make sure and. So I ordered a pint to follow the taster and it was delicious. That's the way to do it. Definitely. <laughs> so thank you to Zach and Daniel over at Chula Vista Brewing. Uh, that and wasn't that, our only stop. That's true. And then we moved across and we went to Novo
0: Brazil Brewing, which talk about another brewery here, uh, San Diego brewery. That's just blown. It seems to be blowing up in terms of opening locations. I would say version in the North County and there and more in more in, in San Diego and South Bay area. But um, this is the second one of their locations I have been to and uh, really cool little spot. You talk about TVs. I mean, they, yes. that, that is a place to go to watch uh,
1: events and watch sports. I had their lager, the Novo Lager. Yeah. That was I was left with a crawler of that. I was meant to share it with you. Sorry I did not. I, had, I actually had some of it. You, I snuck
0: a little bit. You don't you didn't know oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Around the campfire. I realized I was asking if
1: everybody wanted some. And it was empty. So yeah. too late. They, they had so many It was good only 32 beers. ounces what I'm yeah. supposed to do. Give everybody some.
0: I got a toast real quick, just speaking keeping along beer and and I, it's funny because I clicked on it when you start the podcast off and you talk about beer mecca within a beer mecca. Um Man, the rich get richer. Uh, the weekend of February, what is it, third and fourth is a big one here in Vista. Because um, b- both I saw again, thank, shout out to San Diego Beer News. Um, they did two great articles on this. And if you want to get a little more information as far as what's going to be available at the two locations, but version at the Grove is opening or having their grand opening on the third of February, so Saturday. And then if you don't get enough there, come back on Sunday on the fourth and write. You know, a a block down the road, Prey is having their grand opening. Prey Brewing has their grand opening coming in. So, uh, again, get two really fantastic breweries
1: here right back in downtown Vista, which is awesome. We had Justin and Jeremy in here talking about their sour beer lineup for for Prey back when they weren't Prey. Uh, but now they are prey, and they and they had teased this. They said, you know, we've got some big news, and that was a couple. That was quite a while ago. So they have put a lot of time and effort into preparing for their opening. I'm I'm excited for them.
0: And, and Based on the articles, which looks really good, is is uh, the the version is going to kind of work with some of their the restaurants that are right around them. So they they mentioned Five Hundred Eight Tavern, which is one of our favorite spots. So you oh, can get some food from there and then get beers. Tell everyone about Five Hundred Eight. Oh, uh, no, yeah, Five Hundred Eight. But then also they said best pizza, and then. Um, the food at Prey looks pretty incredible,
1: so I, I can't wait to go and check it out. I ran into them, uh, Justin and Jeremy, while they were talking to their their chef. Yeah, uh, I I randomly, I wasn't looking for them. I didn't hunt them down, but I ran into them, and they they entered. I, I'm excited about their lineup. Roast. Well, yeah, I get Mateo out of the way. Okay. Beers were promised and not delivered. You owe us, yeah. and you owe <laughs> us big time. You're not doing enough for this show, Mister. That's not true. We still owe us.
0: Fair. <laughs> I saw him, I, when he said someone drank the beer, the first thing that came to mind was Joe. Joe drank the beer. That's but, usually what yeah, happens. Yeah,
1: so That's why we don't bring the beer early.
2: Yeah, It may have been me. I don't quite remember. <laughs> I'm going to bring you guys like kombucha one day. Oh, Something there we go. weird though, you know? Oh, I want to nope. get the reaction. There, yeah. Really what I want to be doing though, you know how everybody talks about the Olympics and like you can't really tell how special these athletes are unless you were to get someone who has never been in the Olympics. Like <laughs> someone to. like me next to them, you know? I want to get a really nice beer and I want to get not so nice beer, and really have you guys compare. I think do, that'd be powerful.
1: Do some blind uh, taste. Yeah, you know, my father in law did that last last Father's Day. Uh, we were at a tap room out in the back end of Poway. You you'd been there before. I'm sorry, I'm blinking. On yeah, the no, no I know a really cool spot. Yeah, and he brought a, a pint. And he said, "Oh, taste this. What what do you think? You know?" And I was okay. He goes, "Well, what do you think it is?" And I said. I think it's a hams. <laughs> and then his face kind of dropped like, yeah, that's a hams. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good though. But <laughs> it was icy cold and that's on right. tap. So the first land few the sky sips blue wa- were good. good. Yeah. Waters. It was the back half of the glass yeah. that, that I'd yeah. be concerned about. Not the front half. I got a roast. This comes from the American craft Dot com. Um, I'm not roasting people on dry January because good for you. Yeah. If that's something you want to do, something you need to do, you know, you're just checking in on your body, whatever. That's not it. But and I'm not even sure this lands in roast, but, but they released some information that uh, dry January fails, 35 percent fail in the first week. Oh my gosh. That, that's not making it very long. Um, but, and that, that wasn't the worst of it. One in four turn to binge drinking by mid-February. They're not just drinking. <laughs> they're totally binge drinking. Now, that's a bad stat. Like, yeah, yeah. you just go from here. Yeah, right, I'm not right. drinking at all to, hey, I'm going to be hammered at <laughs> So, and now I'm moving back up to toast because AmericanCraftBeer.com has a solution uh, to not go in whole hog with dry January if that's not going to work for you. If it does, great. But if that's not going to work for you, they recommend damp January. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's kind of what I'm celebrating right now. Well, after last weekend. No. Yeah, no, not last weekend. I was celebrating it. What <laughs> wasn't binge drinking? No, either. I'm, no, we're not binge You binge were drinking. quite controlled. Oh, hundred percent. We I kept I mean, looking over and saying, slow down. It, slow. No, no,
0: we I mean we we were
1: we were enjoying it. So damp January, January I like it. about moderation. Yeah. So okay, I'm a, uh, that's great. Yeah. And I'm a big believer in that, as you know. It's a lot better than moist January. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be bad brand new. damn january isn't great yes it's just clever because yeah. of the dry. Yeah. but moist yeah. january, moist no. january. No. but but here's what makes this go into toast how does americancraftbeer.com um identify or or um what's their marker for moderate beer drinking oh. in january one to two drinks a day 10 to 14 in a week oh that's Perfect. That's, yep. yeah. I'm Got it. Check, check, check. Yeah, that's like what I tell I the doctor. I just realized that's I'm That's what old. I tell the doctor every year. dizzy Yeah, I'm, I'm, a mo- pretty, I'm a moderate drinker now. Except for now. an occasional Saturday, I'm yeah. pretty much a yeah. moderate drinker. A moderate drinker, yes. Always. Yes. That's, that's, that's exactly the kind of willpower I have. Yeah. 14 beers yeah. a week? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a moderate drinker moderate all drinker. the time.
0: Actually, I would say sometimes I'm a light moderate drinker. Moderate to light
1: drinker. Sometimes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Would sometimes. light be 10 or 9? 10. I would go yeah, 10. I am yeah. a light, <laughs> on occasion, I am a light to moderate beer yeah. drinker. And if I
0: had some of these beers that we're drinking right now at the 4%, I mean. They I'm, didn't they, have it on the website, but if if you're drinking Barley it. and Sword, you it, could go, it's 18 to 24 yeah, a week. Yeah. Light drinker. I just, I just think in my mind, I think the funniest thing is, is somebody that's being, yeah, I'm going to participate in Dry January, and after two weeks, no, I'm just getting hammered. What <laughs> like what happened? Like By that maybe,
2: was a rough January. You got to make up ground. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, maybe that's what
1: it is. <laughs> like you know, I haven't drank for two weeks, so I'm going to get it all done I this used week. To,
2: after the holidays,
1: I, I just say because you have the hollow, holidays, you've eaten a lot of sugar. No, there's drink no doubt. On. And I would say I'm not, I'm not going to drink detox. anything. I'm yeah. going to detox yeah. until Super Bowl. But Super Bowl used to be late. Now it's like. April. It's too long yeah, now. You can't
0: do that. Can't do that now. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's why people start binge drinking. Cause they're like, I'm going to go to the super bowl. I go, like, wait, what the super bowl is Yeah. I'm going go to go the super
1: bowl. I'm prepared.
0: <laughs> exactly. You got to train for the super bowl. Now.
1: <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> I, 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 did moderation March last, last That's March. Fair. And, uh, it felt good and it felt right. And I didn't feel like I was in any jeopardy of of failing moderate moderate 10 to 14, 10 to 14. Well, I was probably doing less than that. But but now I know light moderation. I was being too strict. I was being being a monk. You were pretty Mm -hmm. much, you were
0: being like an elite Olympic athlete (laughs) training. Just like one.
1: Exactly like one.
0: Uh, how about you? you got a roast? I got one roast, uh, non, uh, non-beer non related. Um, and this is just a quick roast out to those uh, the, the latest war on books in Florida. Florida just can't stand on the news. Oh, but no. uh, apparently the schools in Florida have decided they're going to, or at least this one school board has decided they're going to pull the dictionaries from the shelves.
2: Thank God. Dictionaries?
0: Yes. Ban the dictionaries. Uh, because apparently the dictionaries contain terms, references, and descriptions of things that could be construed as sexual conduct. <laughs> So, I have
1: to a pull the Bible too. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I just think it's when
0: like kids are in there looking in the dictionary like, yeah. "Oh man, you guys so, see this one?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, <laughs> do you see this word moist? Did you see this word moist?
1: <laughs> That's how you spell genitalia. <laughs> oh my god. Noun. Yes. Yeah, so, Noun. So, wow. Yeah.
0: So, of all of my the dictionaries are gone. Get them out of here.
2: No. Yeah. Well, right. we need a Fahrenheit 451 <laughs> version of in Florida, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I've got I've got a roast. All right. um, other Robert, than Robert. Yeah, other than myself, author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, announced that he's one point two billion dollars in debt. Oh my gosh! And for those of you oh, poor dad, know, poor dad, yeah, poor dad, poor dad. <laughs> <laughs> those of you who don't know, he's like he wrote this book about kind of how parents stay like fiscally responsible and like right. get money. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's one point two billion dollars. Don't mean dollars to laugh at debt. his pain. <laughs>
0: yeah, that is that irony. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little well, bit. Yeah, okay. No, it's
1: it's probably, not. Really, yeah. It's more
0: than that. Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah.
1: No, not, really. <laughs> I do not want to laugh at his pain. What's yeah. his name again? Yeah. Robert so Kiyosaki. I Keith. just want to look it up and yeah. laugh at him some not more. Not
2: an addiction. <laughs> not in Florida. How, yeah.
1: So how, I wonder how much of that money he lost. He wait, made. You just said in one point book.
0: something billion. How do you like? That's mind boggling.
2: I'm going to double check that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, let's go with it. Cause I like it. Cause it seems what, like, four? like no one four? cut them off. They didn't cut them How off. How many in a kisses you have?
0: That's fair. They didn't come off in a million. They confident. Hey, you're a hundred million debt. We're cutting you off. It's like, Hey, you're at a billion. We're still not cutting you off. We know you're good for you. You wrote that book. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're one, one point, whatever six. What'd you say? Four, one, one point two. Yeah. Oh, one point. And there's
1: all that extra space on the shelf. We took out the libraries yeah. for your book. Yeah. I mean. so. I'm probably not going to go by the advice of his book. Then no, no. I got to come up with a new book for book club next month. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> so I'm still enjoying. Yeah, my barley and sword, January 18th. We talked about this last week. Um, this beer will be on cask. Uh, yeah, so we need a, to get
0: down there to for a variety of stuff. Some of their other events, the the D and D campaign, the one hour D and D campaign that will also be
1: January eighteenth. Yeah. So six p.m. Yeah, Thursdays. Uh, DM Morgan will be running the D and D one shot one hour D and D game. Uh, check in with them on their social media if you're interested yeah. because it, it fills up quickly. It's a single table. I'm so excited about that. That's happening in the summer.
0: How about pours? I got a quick pour Go for. Uh, I'm pouring one out for airline travel. It's been a been a rough week or two for airline travel so um obviously we had the weather that came through the country so tons of issues there but bigger issues than that i don't you know i'm sure everyone saw this but alaska first has a door fall off in mid-flight that's rough. is that wrong yeah, that's rough well but then the funny part is then they come back and say hey guys sorry you were on that flight and almost got sucked out to your death but here's fifteen hundred dollars so they were going to give every passenger on a, a quick uh, $1,500 and hey, don't sue us. I don't think that's working because I believe there's a massive lawsuit being filed at this point for the people that are on it. But that's the first thing. And then this one came out today. And my first part is my favorite name of this because I didn't even know this was a real. But in, uh, the name of this airline is called Spice Jet. All right, Yeah, Spice Jet. Um, and so it, Spice Jet. Spice Jet. And I'm, I'm assuming because this flight took uh, place in India, it is an Indian airline. Um, but there was a guy there. He was on a... Only on an hour and forty-five minute flight from uh, Mumbai to Bangalore, in— I uh, probably mispronounced that—but in India, and uh, he gets up and goes to the restroom and. Uh, he gets basically something happens and he can't get out. He gets stuck in there. They can't, they can't unlock it. Right. Um, and so obviously the airlines issues a statement saying, Hey, a passenger, unfortunately got stuck inside the lavatory for about an hour. So think about that being stuck for an hour in the, in an airplane lavatory. You can't get out because the door Air is locked back. Yes. Done. Sh- Cheeks um, but here's the pressed to
1: that tiny little toilet seat. <laughs> yes.
0: And then here's the next part about it. So they tried to try to do it and they couldn't get it uh, taken care of or get him out of there. Um, and so they, uh, slid a note under the door to kind of calm him down. Uh, the notes. <laughs> Read this buddy. The note said, sir, we tried our best to open the door. However, we could not do not panic. We are landing in a few minutes. So please close the commode lid and sit on it and secure yourself. As soon as the main door is open, an engineer will come. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, he he landed, and uh, he the engineers came onto the aircraft. They broke the door down, um, and it says after he received immediate medical support. Not sure for what, but yeah, there you yeah, have it. So, yeah. uh, been some rough days on the airlines
2: here recently.
1: Spice Jet, sucks ass <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: exactly. Spice Jet.
2: Now, would you rather be stuck for an hour outside the bathroom or inside the bathroom? Mm-hmm. I'd rather, rather be inside the bathroom because yeah,
0: oh. if you had right? be, yes, that that actually there's there's.
1: See, that's the way that's that I'd rather ha- be stuck in the bathroom than the seat next to the door that's that missing. got sucked <laughs> out or <laughs> yeah. the door that, that went out, right? Yes, if I had my yes, choices, yes, yes, yes. I yeah, I agree. So, but there you
0: have it. So, that's those are my pours. Pour, um, hopefully, I'm sure things are going to get better.
1: I'm pouring, I'm pouring out two ty- two weeks in a row for beer. Uh oh, yeah, rough, rough An- month. And An- An- Hauser Bush workers said the threatening a strike, and they said if they strike, there'll be no beer left by March. Ultra, Stellar Artois, Bed Light, all the Anheuser-Busch. So shop local. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what? Shop, shop, local. shop local. Yeah.
0: Go get some and, good and beer. I'm going
1: to take a page from Mateo and let's uh, glass half
0: full versus glass half empty. Let's turn it around and just shop local.
1: And it the good beer. Workers are in good shape, though, because they just, uh, Anheuser-Busch just signed a three-year deal for no. the Olympics. And, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. they said, we'd like to be paid more. Oh, yeah. We just saw it. so- well, they're getting it from all ends, aren't they? They are. They're kind of creating their own problems, I think. True. This has been Toast Roast. And Pour one out. All right, Seek Brewing. Do it. Dave sent Dave sent numerous beers. Everybody gets their own beer. Oh,
0: I'm excited.
1: All right. So we got some variety here. This is Warm Smile. Tropical Punch Fruited Sour. That's that's a talent beer if I ever saw one. Mateo, you've got choices to make. Uh-oh. Yeah. We have Permitted Decibel, a hazy double IPA, or Jaywalking with the Mob, a double IPA. Or we have every facet, a New Zealand Pilsner.
2: Those are some that's a tough decision. You got to make. Some I'm gonna have choice. to let you go first there. Uh I'm gonna go with
1: the I'm going to go with the jaywalking with the mob because I just really like the name.
2: I just finished Sopranos, so that's a good choice right there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The choices you you could just do
1: blind taste tests. I'll, I'll mix them up. Oh, God, And we'll see what you get.
2: <laughs> As a sound guy, I'm going to have to go with the decibel one. Okay. Oh, you knew which one it was? Yeah, yeah. You set it and you pointed at it. And it's got a different can on it. <laughs> but I did the shell game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he moved it around. Oh, he's a bright young lad, he is. isn't he?
2: He's not an honest
1: guy. I mean, he says he's bringing beer, Fair. but bright.
0: But which one didn't get
1: picked over there? Well, is that maybe the we'll have to pilsner. open it every. I'll, I'll try some pilsner. Let me have some of the yes, pilsner. Too. New Zealand pilsner. Yeah, I'll put a little bit. I'm gonna do a taste next to each other. All right. So, jaywalking with the mob. Every beer I had from them is good, yeah. and and they are big on flavor. I mean this in a good way. They don't do subtlety. You're at barley and sword next door. Subtlety, nuance. And then seek big, bold flavors. It, they, I think the two breweries complement each other nicely, and there's a shared eating space outside. January so we talked about January 18th D D at barley and sword. Well, January 20th, brewery and bike crawl through North Park.
0: Oh, we've done that. <laughs> we have done that. <laughs> we had someone steering. We, we had the big. We had the we big urban
1: bike thing. Yeah.
0: Both of them very good that I'm having over here. I've had uh, the, the tropical one is very tropical. Very, um, it tastes, tastes like a breakfast mm-hmm. um, drink, which is great and uh, very flavorful. And then the New Zealand has got some really good hoff on the nose.
1: The jaywalking with the mob. This would be a, a doc would be all over this beer. It's that kind of juice bomb IPA that, that's got the. A lot of flavor on the front end, the middle, and the back end. You're not, no running from this one. Right.
0: Well, I would say if you like the Hoppy Pilsner, this one, this one's loaded with hops. On the nose and in the taste. And it's
1: very, but a good, clean finish and, and very crisp. We had, we first had these, well, we had them at the 91 Beer X. But then uh, Robert and Angel brought them from a Beer Belly Society. And everything I've had has just been fantastic. So looking forward to getting back there and, and talking to Dave and... And drinking with you guys there.
2: I've right. honestly been kind of avoiding kind of hazy double IPAs recently. And this is the first one back in a long time after a long hiatus. This is nice. I like it. It's uh, It's not as harsh as I thought it might be.
1: Yeah. Well, so when, that's what I meant. When big, bold flavors. But I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Not harsh. Not slap in the face. But... No lack of flavor on the fruited sours. I had the, the banana, strawberry milkshake, or, uh, yeah. smoothie beer. And this one's, this one's very fruity. Well, thank you, Dave, for sending those along. Talent, you're, you're always following the pulse of America through the news. Taking notes, paying attention. Uh, who's in trouble? Who's in love? This week, you got a little both.
0: Well, I, I think there—it's uh, more Law and Order, but there is some looking for love, and I guess think think there's some lessons in love here. Lessons, oh. lessons in love might be part of it, but um, you know, you can take it forever. everyone. and I'll I'll, pre- <laughs> I'll present the evidence, and you can decide how it is. But we're going to start this off as the evidence. This <laughs> is Law and Order I.O.B. Dun dun. So these are some modern-day criminal masterminds, and uh, these are their stories. But before I start with that, I saw this yesterday. Uh, this was uh, out on, I don't know, whatever you call it. I keep calling it Twitter, but I believe it's called X now. But for me, it's still Twitter because I'm slow to the uh, the change. Uh, so this was put out by a guy as a tri-state area driver. So I'm not what tri- not sure what tri-states there are. I mean, I know there's a lot of areas of tri-state. So if you live in any of those areas that are considered a tri-state and you happen to be uh, someone that goes around the truck stops, um, this is a, uh, PSA for you guys. It says, Hey, attention, be aware of these two girls. They walk around on truck stops, parking in different States and offer you, you know, what, and while you have a good time with the blonde, the brunette steals your money and valuables from your truck. They've robbed me seven times. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. So there's uh, i I couldn't figure out how to cut and paste it, but you can see the little thing there. So watch out guys. Uh, eighth time is a charm and oh uh just God. that's a little psa on that so some guys out there struggling he's having a tough time with it <laughs>
2: i
1: almost want to follow this guy now they look like they're up to no good too like they're up to no
0: would, good they look like they're up to no good i
1: would yeah that's a lesson you can learn in the first three yeah, tries easy
0: first yeah anyway so that's just out there for, PSA for all of our truck driver listeners keep your eyes out um don't get Tri-State area driver. anywhere that's okay. in a Tri-State area. Um so anyway, so here's here's the uh, the original one. this story came out recently actually, it's happened in the last uh, kind of in the fall. Um but I think it recently has gone to uh I don't know court or whatever else. It is. But this takes place uh in North Dakota. Um I've been watching a lot of Fargo so this actually makes a lot of sense. It sounds like an episode of of Fargo. Um so basically what happened is is you have um Let's let's kind of get you the timeline. So, well, the individual. Here are the players, okay? The players, you have Ina Thea Kenyor, who is uh, the woman, um, and she was uh, recently charged with murder uh, in the death of Stephen Edward Riley, who has was her boyfriend of 10 years, okay? Um, and basically, in September, emergency workers were called to the couple's home. He was found unresponsive. He was taken to a local emergency room and later he died. So let's get to the timeline. We're talking in September. So first, um, the evening before Mr. Riley was hospitalized, he was at an airport because he had received a notification uh, that he should meet with this lawyer who was going to finalize his receipt of a $30 million inheritance. Okay. Oh, so wow. that's where it starts. So there's some money involved, $30 million inheritance, some money. Yeah, and he was supposed to head to the
1: airport. He's going to meet with a lawyer. No, he's going rich to f- dad, poor dad money, but no. money.
0: Yeah. And finalize that. So, um, as he's going, um, he was being accompanied by Miss Kenwire and friends who said that, uh, as he was getting there, he suddenly began to feel ill and he was complaining that he felt drunk despite not having consumed any alcohol. So basically he reported, Hey, I have stomach pain. He colla- nearly collapses and so on. Um, Witnesses there stated that they wanted to obtain medical treatment for him, but Ina, the woman, was adamant that he, hey, he's just suffering from heat stroke and just needs to go home and rest after the airport. Okay. She told investigators that, hey, Mr. Riley's been drinking alcohol all day and has suffered heat stroke the day before and uh, and basically saying, hey, you know, he needs to rest. However, uh, a friend contradicted that and said, hey, he hasn't been drinking at all. And later, a toxicology report, report revealed that he had no alcohol in his system, okay? So the next morning, so he so he goes home, and gets that. So the next morning, uh, a friend of Mr. Riley's, he goes by the couple's house to just see, hey, see how my buddy's doing. Um, and the lady, Miss Ina, says, hey, Mr. Riley, he's at the walk-in clinic. He went to go get some help. Uh, so the friend, Wesley, went to every walk-in clinic. Dear, sweet Wesley. Yes, as well as the ER and learned that um, Mr. Riley had
1: never been to any of the
0: clinics or locations.
1: Oh, here's where it gets All right. right. Yeah, this is where it gets so, where it gets good. Yeah. So anyways, the uh, before this normal story.
2: Yeah.
0: Now shady. Yeah. It's starting to get there. So anyways, um, so what happened was, is that, you know, they, they he, he reports it. So some investigators or authorities, they come to start, check some stuff out. So Miss Kenwar, she tells authorities, Hey, her bo- her boyfriends suffered from heat stroke. Uh, but after they discovered the body and did an autopsy on the guy, well, he was, after he died, um, he found out he died of poisoning of ethylene glycol, which is the main ingredient, and antifreeze. So Mr. Riley's friends and relatives said, hey, we think she poisoned him with antifreeze um, because she's previously made comments before about poisoning with the substance. So note <laughs> to most criminals, oh, my don't my talk God. about what you're going to do and then
1: do it. Um, right. Be like those two young ladies in the tri-state exactly. area. Hey, we are—we come across as so honest. It's mm-hmm. going to take seven times for you to figure this out. Don't don't be talking about the antifreeze poisoning.
0: So then, after that, after they found that that and they heard that, so the authorities decide, hey, we're going to search the couple's home, and they discover a Windex window window cleaner bottle in the living room with a green liquid um, that was believed to be antifreeze. I believe uh, it to be antifreeze. Yeah, they as also well. found a glass Coors Light beer bottle and a plastic mug both suspected of containing antifreeze in the garage. And so Ms. Keenan, they're like, hey, what do you, what do you have to say to, to this? Ina? Say, hey, what do you have to say about these things we just found in your house? And she's like, well, and, and the fact that uh, uh, the autopsy has shown that he died of, of um, poisoning with antifreeze. And so she basically says, hey, investigators, I don't wanna tell you how to do your job. Um, but here are some different scenarios, uh, that in which he could have <laughs> accidentally ingested the antifreeze.
1: I wrote Put them down she
0: says <laughs> a week go?" <laughs> she said, she says, she's pretty sure he smoked a cigarette that may have fallen into antifreeze in the garage.
1: Makes. Sense. So that was uh, the first you know thing. What? All right. Mystery solved. She, she also that, said, you know, I, I don't think we need to go any further. That, that covered it. <laughs> well, there's more. Cause she also claimed,
0: she says, I don't want to be play, you know, tell you how to do your job again. I'm not, not a doctor, but the symptoms of heat stroke mimic poisoning. As well of antifreeze poisoning, so she told right, the investigators right. that and as you well. Shouldn't be
1: smoking anything.
0: Yeah, and she also acknowledged. Apparently, though, then the investigators did a little more thing. She says, "Yeah, I served him a lot of sweet tea the day before, which antifreeze is known to be easily disguised in sweet drinks. So that's what they're thinking. So, so they start to do a little more investigation, and here's what they start to find out: is Hey, Mister Riley, according to um, Ina and and some of the other friends, is is gonna. Received this $30 million inheritance, right? And so he's been telling everybody, hey, I'm leaving her as soon as I get this $30 million. Okay? So um, he, uh, you know, so, so that's... Why, why would he leave her? I, apparently she, she seems like a lovely I mean, lady. She
1: does her research. This uh, is she's a l- thorough. She's thorough. Looking for love. This is the looking for love or lessons in love.
0: But anyways, he was basically, so he's telling people, so kind of the way it works is he's telling people, hey, I'm going to inherit this $30 million. I just got to go to the airport and meet this lawyer, get the information. And then I'm dumping her. She hears that. She's like, oh, you're not dumping me. And I'm going to, uh, you know, basically poison you with with this antifreeze. So that's kind of where it ends up going. It's happened that way. Um, She's actually said that some other flags as they kind of started to find out that she was doing it was that basically she's telling people, Hey, I'm upset because he's going to get his inheritance and leave her, leave her. And she started dumping his belongings outside their home on the day he became ill. So she didn't even wait for him to die before she starts throwing his stuff out. Um, and so at all of that, then she goes back when they came back to her, 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 the investigators come back to her and say, Hey, you know, we have a motive now for you, uh, why you did this and that you, um, um, you know, you, you were doing this because he was going to dump you with the money and stuff like that. And she said, no, no, no. Again, I don't want to tell you how to do your job but I'm entitled to part of the inheritance because I'm his common law wife and we were going to split, um, I'm going to split the money anyways, this inheritance with, with his son now, now that he's dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on this. I'm only taking half. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I'm still going to get this because I'm his common law wife and, and so on. So even the fact that he was going to, that, that's not a reason why. And uh, however, then investigators informed her that some States, um, recognize common law marriages. However, North Dakota is not one of those states. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh. once, uh, according to the affidavit, uh, Miss Kenwa or Aina, she became incensed with the investigators when they explained this to her. <laughs>
1: So <laughs> and they said we don't want to tell you to know, do your job. <laughs> yeah, we don't tell you when you're going to murder someone. <laughs> Check the common law status of your state. Exactly. So anyway, so that's where the, the
0: so the court or uh, the case just got started, or just styled the murder case. So she's been charged with murder. Obviously, you see the reason everything else. And here's the caveat at the end. Here's the twist at the end. At the end of the day, and all of this has come out. It turns out that the inheritance was just a scam.
1: And there's no $30 million. What do you mean meeting uh, an attorney at the airport uh, was a scam? Yes.
0: Yeah. So if someone contacts you <laughs> online oh, and says, oh. hey, meet me at the airport. Oh. I've got a $30 million for you for an inheritance. Um, it may not be true. Okay. And you probably right. should make sure that you're not so common law. Uh, right. person that you tell her, is, I'm going to dump you now because I'm getting rich. Um, who has been previously bragging about how she's going to kill
1: you with antifreeze. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I dodged a bullet then. Yeah. I was a little upset I got ripped off at the truck stop, but now I'm realizing yeah. I dodged a bullet when I did it make it to the airport.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. So that,
1: that is a case that is made for television
0: at some point somewhere. Um, and again, criminal masterminds. Um, poor gentleman lost his... I mean, we don't want to make light of the fact that this poor gentleman no, lost his life. If really,
1: uh, yeah. a family is listening... yes. Um, Thoughts and prayers. Gosh, so sorry. Yeah, so sorry. sorry. We're sorry, Uh, but thank you for delighting us as well. But anyways, hey, uh, rest assured that Stephen's still making people happy, even in his passing.
2: That is very true. He He is. is. Yes. There's really lessons to be learned in that. You know, if you're going to poison someone to antifreeze, don't tell everybody about it beforehand. And if you're going to break up with your girlfriend once you get your inheritance... Don't tell everybody about about it beforehand. Yeah.
0: Yes. yeah, communication isn't always the key. Mm-hmm. And and then the other little side thing is is that if you are going to poison someone with antifreeze. Don't leave it in the cup, in the the bottle, in the Coors bottle, in the garage, or or in a Windex bottle in there. Like, get rid of it. I I mean, I'm not an expert on this. She didn't have
1: time to get rid of it. In her defense, she was clearing out his crap (laughs) crap while (laughs) he's dying. And she didn't have time to do that. And I think my favorite part of the whole thing is that
0: multiple times during this, she's basically, the the investigators are like, did it? And she's like, no, no, no. Heatstroke mimics uh, antifreeze poisoning. They're like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, Sweet tea. Y- yes, yeah, yeah, yes, it does. Oh, and I was gonna get the money anyways because we're. Com- no, you're not coming. So it's like,
1: <laughs> do your research. She really. She. I bet she had like a whole flowchart uh, right. uh, of. She doesn't they? seem like the flowchart yeah. kind of person. Okay.
0: Anyways, Law and Order, IOB. again. The looking for love slides in on this is just be careful where you look for love. I guess is the thing. Whether it's a uh, in the tri-state area. <laughs> be careful looking for love there, uh, even if it is the 7th or 8th or ninth or 10th time. And then also just be careful uh, looking for love there because they've been together for 10 years. And uh, there you have Oh, it.
1: they should be lo- uh, married by common law. Oh, oh, oh yeah. not North
0: Dakota. I,
1: I would bet you if we did a, a,
0: a thing, we, a quiz on what states do not recognize common law, North Dakota would probably be one of our top choices, I would think. I would have probably picked that. And maybe South Dakota.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I all don't all know. the Dakotas. I would say all don't the Don't get me started on that there's a North and South Dakota, because that's a ripoff.
0: Mm.
1: But uh, no, I'm the only one could go there.
0: All right. Well, anyways, let me tie this up. Law and Order ILB, modern-day criminal masterminds. These are their stories.
1: Well, big thank you to Barley and Sword, to Seek Beer Company. I'm really enjoying this this tropical. This tropical one. It is... It is juicy. A warm, warm smile. W- it is we like a warm sauce. Some notes soft. from Mateo over yeah. here. Uh, what, what do you? Let's see. You have the barley and sword. What, what are we ranking? The barley and sword. This is their uh Stratford Shears best bitter, four point two percent.
2: That one was good. I'm gonna have to give that one like a four, four six. I liked it a lot.
1: Yeah. I went four three. Very. That's very high for me. Wow. I, I really enjoyed it. I'll split the difference. Four point four five. Yeah, no, four or five, four or five for me. And then we each had something here from Seek. So I had Jay Walking with the Mob, and as anyone listening to the show knows, Double IPA isn't my jam. But you can see I drink it all. Yeah. So I'm going four
2: Yeah, I got the uh, Permitted Decibel. That's a hazy Double IPA. Liked it a lot more than I thought I would. It's like it's subtle and like the best ways for a hazy IPA. I feel like I'm gonna have to give that a four three. Nice.
0: So I went warm smile first, and uh, it's definitely very tropical punch. It reminds me a little bit of a of a POG, but it's it's very fruit forward in, in a sense in terms of the taste on it. Um, I went 4.0 on it, but it's funny as I'm having my second glass of it, I would probably bump it up at this point because it's, it's really good. It's really grown on me. And then I also tried the Every Facet, which is their New Zealand pilsner, basically just a hoppy pilsner. Um, I probably shouldn't have drank them
1: so back to back because a tough, it's tough, a tough one. So, but the, but you're an expert. Uh, that's fair. Um, I'm not going to tell you how to do your yeah. job. Well, I'm, I only <laughs> drink in moderation,
0: um, and so uh, it, but it's very good as well. Um, and and like I said, very hop hop forward on the nose, but even on the taste, but very smooth on the back end. Um, and so if you're looking for a hoppy pilsner, a little lighter than the, than a, like an IPA or even a pale ale, it's a it's a really good beer as well. I went three, eight on it. I think I would bump that up as well, especially if I was drinking that by itself as yeah. opposed to right yeah. on the back end of the warm and smile. I think
1: I gave it a 4 or 4.25 yeah. uh, when I had it there. Uh, I had been at Barley and Sword and had 16 mm-hmm. uh, beers or tasters. The they moderation. weren't all tasters. So moderation. Moderation. I was doing moderation because yeah. some of those were tasters. It only added up to nine beers, which is well underneath yeah. the, the, the threshold. That's fair. And, but I was also ready for something hoppy. Yeah. because i'd had so many yummy multi beers i was ready i was ready for a hoppy beer and i had that one and it was just was perfect it was really good so good. thank you again and uh thank you to uh zach and daniel over at chula yeah. vista seriously if you want to go
0: out and be entertained head there on a sunday and see daniel daniel is a crooner that guy can
1: sing <laughs> he, was, he was i i kind of just want to go for that oh you know, he was fantastic i'll tell you what in the game in it ended up not being worth watching. It was yeah. uh the Dallas Green Bay game. Um, but at that that it was the first it wasn't out of hand yet. True. I completely forgot the game was on. I was so into into uh listening to him. I feel like I want to
0: do a little research and come back with some um like songs to ask him to sing. There's some requests. Like it was funny, I don't know if you noticed, he took a little break and he was sitting at the table and they some music came on and at one point it was the intro uh, to Narcos, that song. Mm-hmm. And he just starts singing along with it. And he's just belting it out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was so good.
2: you tell me that Dallas-Green Bay game wasn't worth watching? Watching well, the Cowboys get spanked? That's well, so good. It
1: wasn't as in terms of I don't have a horse in the race, and I just wanted to see a close game.
2: It wasn't quality football. I'll give yeah, you I'm that. Sure.
1: Yeah. I saw dallas the star is a rating not a logo yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i saw that sorry uh listeners thank you for spending the time with us remember just a moment rate us review us wherever you get our podcast check us out on instagram visit our website i podcast.com. yeah and just make sure if you're in that tri-state area <laughs> head on a swivel yeah <laughs> yes it's okay to make mistakes yes but learn from them
0: yes
1: and you got seven shots apparently is the is the threshold that is the threshold right now We'd love to keep drinking, but right now we gotta run. B double E double R U N Beer Run.
0: B double E double R U N Beer Run. All we need is a 10 and a fiber, a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N Beer Run.